0: It's the Edinburgh Man Podcast. is podcast number 176. Where on earth have you been? That's what you're probably thinking. He's disappeared completely off the face of the earth. No, I'm still here. Uh, I apologise. I shall explain uh, throughout, <laughs> rambling as ever, I shall explain uh, my absence from the podcast world over the last month or so. Uh, it's not been a full absence, has it, if you, uh, if you know where to look. Um and also there may be I I should warn you there may be some uh talk about politics in today's podcast for that I apologize especially if you're not in Scotland or in the UK it probably means nothing to you. Um in fact actually I, I should probably apologize if you are in Scotland or in the UK uh in advance. Please don't hold it against me. Um I normally don't do any politics stuff in the podcast but I, I I will I will do tonight. Um but that's uh Yeah, anyway, uh, and and kind of uh, this, this, I I suppose this is a slight, this is, I was just going to say this has got a slight relevance. I just realised that uh, uh, the subject matter of this song, which kind of, I guess, does have some sort of relevance to uh, the potential um, parting of the ways when it comes to England and Scotland, or rather the UK, our UK and Scotland, uh, which may or may not happen, which you'll find out in a couple of weeks' time I Ramble. This is the last battle on you and me. The last battle and uh, you and me oh sorry it wasn't finished <laughs> uh apologies uh that's uh you and me oh that little was that I, I don't know if that was just in my ears there was a little weird pop then it sounded like um there was a little sort of slip in time or something but i'm sure it wasn't anything to do with that anyway uh, you and me um there's a new single from the last battle i say new it came out about a month ago Uh, actually if you go to lastbattlemusic.bandcamp.com you can get it there yeah they've got two gigs coming up it says here September the thirteenth, at Middleton Village Hall Um, it says in Edinburgh but it's not it's out in Goldbridge somewhere Uh, and they're playing along with the Deadly Winters and Matt Norris and the Moon and uh, then uh, that's 17th no uh, where is it Twenty sixth? no 27th (laughs) 27th of September was Spindrift Oh dear, yes. Yeah, so, um, where have I been for the last month or so? Uh, I apologies. I was ill. I think I seem to remember it was quite. I'm casting my mind back. I think I was ill um, the last week before the festival, so there wasn't a podcast. So, if you if you don't follow me on Twitter uh, or on Facebook, you wouldn't have known such things. But yeah, there was, So there was a week um, before the festival started where I wasn't. I wasn't well enough to do the podcast, and uh, and then I, and then I what what you missed from the fact that I didn't do that show is I didn't tell you that I was going to be doing three shows over uh, the three weeks of the festival at Fresh Fringe Radio, which I did last year. But because I just play any old music, because I would taken a big bag of records and play a lot of vinyl, uh, I can't put it as a downloady thing uh, for the podcast. So if you want to listen to it, you have to go to EdinburghMan dot com, uh, and there's links there uh, for the last. In fact, I think there's only two weeks worth of stuff there. Uh, but if you go to Mixcloud.com slash Edinburghman, which is where all my Mixcloud shows go, uh, you can listen to it there. So there's three hour-long shows, so if you uh, if you didn't get your fix over the last month, I apologise profusely, and if you, like I say, don't follow me on Twitter, which is Edinburgh underscore man, or on Facebook, which is, I guess it's probably just Edinburghman, I don't know, um, you can, uh, yeah, you you would have missed all that information, so apologies for that. You probably missed it anyway, because I probably didn't actually tweet or, or Facebooky about it properly either, so you probably missed it then anyway. So anyway, there's three shows there if you didn't listen to them. You have to, unfortunately, listen to them on Mixcloud. Uh, You can't download them to your podcast. uh, Sorry, to your iPod or whatever. Um, So yeah, uh, and also I was a wee bit ill as well, like I say. I I had a little bit of a a health scare. As um, Unfortunately, these things happen when you get old, but the good thing is it's all good. It's all all alright. You will have to put up with me for some time. Uh, But yeah, so that was over the festival as well, so... I kind of put a bit of a downer on it. It's weird, actually, I thought. Um, I thought as soon as I got an all clear that it would be, um, I'd it be all of a sudden I'd feel great again. But actually you feel it was all a little bit draining. So um, I haven't really sort of mentally recovered from that. So I've been in a little bit of a weird mood over the last few weeks. And also um, last week I meant to, uh, I was going to do the podcast on the Thursday night as oh, as ever. Um, oh, pardon me. That's the Redbush tea. I'm causing those weird noises. I was going to do the podcast. I, I should apologise as well. I'm sitting on a really creaky seat after I uh, finish this um, rambling link. I'll swap it for my regular seat. Um, uh, but yeah, what was I going to say? Last week, uh, I attempted to start to do the podcast. Oh no, I got the I attempted to get the podcast ready, which involved um, copying the music onto the iPad. Unfortunately, I normally use this thing called iTunes Match, which is horrible. And I forgot to cancel it as well. I just renewed it yesterday which is a bit annoying. So I plugged in the iPad to copy the music onto it because I record the podcast on the iPad. And something happened. It tried to copy everything off my iPad back to my laptop. It filled up the laptop's disk. The laptop just seized up. Mac OS X doesn't like it. Um, Apparently, when you run out of disk space, it really wasn't happy at all. And then all the music disappeared off the iPad. It was just a disaster. So I wasn't actually able to get into a state where I was going to be able to do the podcast until about sort of Saturday or Sunday night. Um, So yeah, that's why it's a little bit late. So I'm recording this on Monday something like that which is a bit weird um so yeah anyway i've rambled a wee bit haven't i i should uh, i'm gonna go and swap my seat and um hopefully when i come when i come back i'll uh, i'll be a little bit more on the ball but what am i gonna play now i'm gonna play um oh yeah from the album torch song by radiator hospital this is fireworks And That's uh, Radiator Hospital. It's from the album Torch Song, uh, which comes out today. Today is the 1st of September. Um, yeah, it comes out today. And that's one of two versions of Fireworks. Sorry, the track is called Fireworks. It's one of two versions that's on the album. Uh, but that one's fantastic. Oh, it makes me feel like oh, I'm listening to all indie music in the early 90s or something. It's brilliant. I love it. Um, the album's fantastic as well. It's on Salinas Records, and uh, I don't know how much it costs. But if you go to RadiatorHospitalBankCam.com, you can get it there. The digital version is free. I've played tracks from that on the podcast before, or at least one track. Uh, Cut Your Bangs, I think, which is a fantastic pop track. Um, yeah, uh, what else am I going to talk about? I'm going to, uh, I should talk, <laughs> I'm looking at my cup of tea here. I'll talk about nut milk later on. If you listen to the um, uh, Fresh Fringe show, I did ramble about making milk from nuts. But I won't do that just now. I'll save that for later. But uh, this one's quite nice, actually. Cashew and the old red bush. It's all good. But yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I normally don't talk um politics y stuff on the podcast. The reason why, uh, is because I don't it's, the podcast is about music, right? It's not really about politics and it doesn't really matter what I what I think when it comes down to. Um and it doesn't matter if uh, you and I have different uh, views on politics, to be honest. It doesn't it shouldn't matter, it's all about music. Um and unless you're a you're a nutter, like you're a total weird right wing nutter or something like that, then I don't really I don't really care. Um, I think we all have different views, which is fair enough. Um, but anyway, I did have a rambling post uh on the podcast on the pod on the pod, on the website, sorry, I posted a rambling post, uh, which is what you'd probably expect. I don't normally do posts which aren't anything to do with the podcast, but if you go to Enbrahmand dot com slash yes man, um, as my rambling post about why I'm voting yes in the upcoming referendum for Scottish independence. It's weird, right? And there's a there's a not a disclaimer in there, but there's a um an admission, I guess. You maybe don't know. I mean, some of you probably will by listening to my voice. that it's not a really proper Scottish accent. It has bits of a Scottish accent in there, but now and again it goes a little bit a bit weird. I was born in Newcastle upon Tyne, which, uh, for those of you who don't know, is in the northeast of England, and moved up to here when I was about seven years old. And everyone, when I was at school, they went, "Are you from Newcastle?" and I was like, "How do they? How do they know that? How can they possibly tell?" Uh-huh. But apparently, I sounded like I was from a in Pit or something like that, which actually wasn't on when I first moved up here. That's how old I am. And then when I was up here, it came on telly, and I was—I became a little bit of a celebrity because I had a voice or an accent like those guys out of a in Pit. But um, that's all gone now, as you as you can probably guess. Sometimes it comes back, uh-huh. but not very often. Uh, yeah. So um, I guess maybe maybe that sounds a little bit strange that I'm voting Yes. In the upcoming referendum, like I say, there's a rambling post about it, uh, because I decided that I'm so shambolic when I come to actually trying explaining something uh, vocally, or verbally rather, as, as, I, as I demonstrated there. I so bad at explaining things verbally, I thought I would write it down. It took me about five days to do a blog uh, post. It is quite long. It's like, I don't know, about 3,000 words or something like that. So don't feel compelled to read it. Uh, but if you are in Scotland, and maybe if you are English, it might be. Maybe it's something that you can, uh, you might be able to devote a bit of time to. My feeling about it is this. Um, I guess I'm not very nationalistic. I never was, um, probably because of the fact that I was born in England and then raised in Scotland, or rather lived in Scotland for about eight years old. I never really supported any national football teams or anything like that, so I don't really have any nationalistic feelings, I don't think. And about a year ago, I really hadn't given the referendum any thought, mainly because I didn't think... I thought it was a foregone conclusion in terms of no, and I really didn't put any sort of... um effort into finding out about the issues but the more i've looked into it the more i don't really think um there's an option other than to vote yes And it is kind of ever since i was at high school i had a teacher which we did a a class at high school i don't know if it's you only do it in scotland or what it's called modern studies which so it's about sort of everything that happened after the second world war um so i guess it's probably i don't know what they do now it's probably really out of date now but we did all stuff like the cold war and stuff because that was the thing that was kind of all, all going on at the time but um one of the things that we always we did do quite a lot was about democracy and about different voting systems. And there's one thing that just has always always stuck with me. This is how so profoundly undemocratic and um, the voting system and the parliamentary elections are in the UK. I don't think it's uh, it's completely indefensible as far as I'm concerned. And the simple question comes down is really in my mind is just this: is is a yes or no vote? Which one is going to result in the more democratic outcome? And I can't um, really see any other way. Uh, Than voting yes to result in a more democratic outcome, not just for Scotland but also for England as well. I can't really explain it very well, i um, verbally, but like I say, if you go to enraman dot com slash yesman, uh, there's maybe more of my thoughts. Maybe what I'll try and do is formulate them a little bit in my head uh, while the next track plays and sort of ramble a little bit more. Uh, this is Kodachrome and White Love. Sorry, I was, I was going to stop that and go, this has got a really, really long intro where it's all quiet. And then it, then it started and I feel like a total fool. Uh, so we'll just have to start again. Like I say, this is Kodachrome and White Love. White Love by Kodachrome, and that's from uh, an album called Aftermaths. Uh, Kodachrome is spelled K-O-D-A-C-R-O-M-E, which I don't think is correct. Or maybe it's done to avoid copyright um, issues with the Kodak. Um, I think there's supposed to be an H in there, isn't there? In Kodachrome. It's kodachrome.bandcamp.com. You can get it there. It's uh, ten dollars for the digital download and twenty um, for uh, for the vinyl version. You can have oh, vinyl download. You can't get a vinyl download. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So, what was I talking about? I was talk- I was attempting to talk about politics, wasn't I? Um, I guess one of the things that get the, that gets me and always has done um, is if you don't know if the if you're listening because, like I say, about half the people that download this podcast um, are outside of the UK or in the US, and this probably, they probably don't care about any of this. In fact, most of you probably in the UK don't care about any of that. But um, yeah, I, I guess um, in, in the UK and Scotland has a devolved parliament, which has got its own parliament and has done since, I don't know when, um, late 90s, 98 or something like that, maybe a little bit later. Um, and then there's certain matters are devolved to the Scottish parliament. And there's other matters which um, are reserved, which are only, um, uh, they can only pass laws on uh, in the UK parliament, which is in Westminster. So there's things like defence and immigration and benefits and employment and um, Energy, nuclear, and all that sort of stuff, um, which is only uh, which the Westminster government um, are the ones that uh, control, and then the Scottish Parliament does things like um, police and um, education and other such things. Um, so some things are devolved and some things aren't, and I guess this is one of the problems, isn't it? Because Scotland has about fifty-nine MPs. I think it's fifty-nine MPs now that are elected to Westminster, and and in, historically, Scotland's always kind of voted for the Labour Party. Um, on and off. I mean, sometimes it doesn't, and um, people would take me to task about that. And uh, if you look in the distant past, they did used to vote Conservative at one point. Um, but uh, but yeah, whereas in the rest of the UK, um, it's an entirely different matter. And at the moment, we've got a Conservative-Liberal uh, Democrat coalition in Westminster. Whereas obviously, in the last UK uh, the last UK election, majority of people in Scotland voted for Labour. So there's basically a whole bunch of a whole bunch of areas of uh, Scottish policy in the Scottish Government, which is decided by the Westminster Parliament, which has a government that, I guess, really doesn't seem like it has much of a mandate, in my opinion, or any mandate at all for governing those areas in Scotland. So that's kind of a big bugbear for me. And uh, the other thing as well is, there is a weird thing in there, which means that, um, technically, a government in the UK could be elected based on those Scottish votes. So you could end up with a government a government that's chosen, and a Prime Minister that's chosen, based on votes in Scotland, so you could end up with a government running the whole of the UK um, which hasn't even been elected as a majority from England. It hasn't happened very often. I think it's like 1974 was the last time it happened, and like in 1964 before that. Um, but it can happen as well, so it's got this weird situation where you can end up with a government that's run out of Westminster that wasn't based off of a majority of seats from people voting in England and Wales and in Northern Ireland, but because of a Scottish sort of vote carrying it over. And then you can do the same thing the other way around. So it strikes me as being profoundly undemocratic for both people in England and people in Scotland. It's worse for people in England uh, because they don't have a devolved parliament as well. So, I mean, I guess if they did have a devolved parliament, then uh, this issue would sort of go away to a certain extent. But that isn't an issue, that, an option that we've got on the referendum. The referendum is just a yes or no. Should Scotland be an independent country? And like I say, it comes down to me thinking, which is the most democratic result? Which one should I vote for to get a more democratic society? Which I think is what we really need, Um, and it's got to be yes. I don't think there's any other way. So despite the fact I was born in England, um, although I've been here for a long time, uh, I'm definitely going to vote yes. Uh, Like I say, that's a rambling. (laughs) I'm not very good at explaining this, unfortunately, verbally, but if you go to enbreman.com slash yesman, um, there is some information there that you may not care about which is fair enough. And if you disagree with me, that's fair enough as well. I think one of the things that we've, um, although I would say, um, if you are either a nationalist or a unionist, and at the moment if you're just thinking about voting uh, entirely based on that, you should look at the issues. And that's kind of what I've been doing over the last few months, is looking at the issues that I think matter to me um, and then making my decision based on that. And I think it is the most important vote you'll ever get to cast uh, in in an election ever, Um, if you are in Scotland, so you really need to just um, have a good think about it. But, uh, yeah, if you disagree with me, then then that's fine. And I think one one of the things that's sorely lacking is a proper debate about it. Most people seem to be debating about the different campaigns, and that's not really something to debate about at all. It's debate about the actual issues. And when you talk to people, and when I talk to my friends and stuff, we we seem to have very, um, no matter what side we're on, we seem to have uh, quite um, enlightening and... uh, and quite restrained discussions but um that doesn't seem to happen in the media obviously for whatever reason i think i can probably imagine why anyway let's play something relaxing i'm getting a little bit worked up this is um early to bed and weather vane and it's a track from ages ago and it's actually on the intro tape if you ever listen to edmund live um there's a whole lot of songs that play before the live podcast starts and this is one of them um but uh yeah i just uh it's kind of nice and chilled out and i think i need to chill out Weather Vane uh, and it's uh, a collaboration between Megan Day who's uh, a band called Wisdom Tooth and Henry Toft who is in a band called Me and the horse I rode in on it. and it was um yeah it's on Eardrums Pop and it came out in 2011 I played it on the podcast way back then and like I say it's been sitting on the intro tape uh, that's on before the live podcast uh, ever since for like, like in the last two years or something like that I really should make a new one the reason why I do it is because I didn't used to and uh, I normally just when I did the podcast live it's not live tonight by the way Uh, when I did the podcast live um, I just started and then just spoke into the microphone um, whatever time it was that it started and uh, someone tweeted me that they got a bit of a surprise they'd kind of of left it on there about five minutes beforehand and had forgotten they'd they'd set it going and then when I started speaking it gave them a bit of a surprise so what I do now is I start playing a sort of 30 minute intro tape um, and then I was wondering what that noise was and it's... um, seagulls outside, which you probably can't hear at all. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, eardrums pop. Anyway, if you go to earlytobed.bandcamp.com, it's there. And the reason why I play it is because it just popped up on uh, Bandcamp. I noticed the other day. Uh, so that's why I play it. It's a free download. It's released under a Creative Commons license. Uh, la-di-da-di-da. I was just looking at my blog post here, all the things I wrote about most uh, Scottish independence. You probably don't want me to carry on. I think um, the main thing, I, I've, I've kind of looked into a lot of stuff, um, all about the financial stuff and economic stuff. That's not very exciting. It's really not very exciting. I think the main thing that comes down to, um, in my mind, is this: that there's whatever five, five and odd, five odd million people uh, living in Scotland, and there's similarly sized countries all around the world, and especially in Europe and stuff. And everybody seems to be able to like raise taxes and um, and run a successful com- uh, economy and sort of have public services and stuff, and all be relatively successful. Um, so the fact that people seem to be suggesting that Scotland can't do it is ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. Yes, there's going to be some issues, right? Yes, um, we're going to probably want to do that. The Scottish government is probably going to want to do something that it really doesn't want to do. And it's going to have to make some tough decisions, I guess. But um, the main thing is that, that loads of people can do it. Loads of countries can do it. Uh, and there are some intelligent people here, would you believe it or not? I mean, not in this room, obviously, but there are some um, to say that people can't, that Scotland can't do it. Um, is really crazy, so which is, seems to be what some people are suggesting, at least from an economic point of view. It's crazy, right? Um, there's enough people here to be able to um, pay taxes and to be able to run public services and be able to make a successful, um, a successful country. And it doesn't even matter. The currency, uh, it doesn't matter to me at all. I mean, I don't really care what it's called and whose picture's on it or anything like that, but um, there's countries that have got their own sovereign currency that are very successful, and there's countries that have it pegged to a different currency and... They're successful as well so I think that's all a bit of a that's all a bit of a red herring um it's definitely Scotland can definitely be successful so um that shouldn't really influence your decision I don't think as far as I'm concerned is it the right decision and is it the most democratic decision and I think it's got to be a yes I can't think any I can't see any reason why it wouldn't be um that's uh, that's my opinion anyway I, I'll, I'll stop talking about it I won't talk anymore uh, about politics but like I say dot com slash yes man uh, is where I kind of uh, I kind of explain my rambling thought. Uh, this is some ships and stars. by some ships, and that's from an album called uh, Old Waves uh, which is a compilation of uh, out of print EPs and the like it says here yeah, it's also on cassette if you want to go get it on cassette you can go to hopeforthetapedeck.com uh, right let's talk about other things <laughs> I've kind of got really addicted to making milk from nuts did I tell you that? That's I did talk about that last week rambling or the week before whenever the Fringe was still on um, and I was up in the little uh, student radio station uh, that is uh, Fresh Fringe Uh, in the Pleasant's courtyard, Uh, uh, which was good fun, but it was um, really hot, and also it was like, it's pretty terrifying. I think actually the first two times, uh, the first two shows I did, I kind of did it, I don't know, I tried to play too much and tried to squeeze too many records in, and I really didn't, um, I felt a bit flustered for the first two ones. The last one was pretty good, I thought, because um, what I decided to do was just talk rubbish like I do for this, and then not really worry about what records I played. Um, so yeah I thought that went quite well and also there was one night that we had to rush away I think like finished, the show finished at 8 o'clock and we had to get down to see Speedy T's at uh, Electric Circus the Speedy T's gig was brilliant and uh, there was another gig I went to, I went to Jeff Lewis uh, was that, that must have been last week or something like that at um, Electric Circus as well and had support from Golden Arm uh, which is uh, features um, Dylan and Gareth who were in My Tiny Robots and uh, someone else on base but the someone else on base wasn't there so it was just Dylan and Gareth um, but they were, that was brilliant um, they've got some stuff up on SoundCloud I should really play them on the podcast actually um, but yeah that was they were fantastic in support and Jeff Lewis was great as ever he did a great cover version of um, what did he do? Cruiser's Creek, Cruiser's Creek by the fall uh, and we ended up being at the front which is something I didn't really anticipate happening but it just kind of happened um, but they did overrun quite a bit, and both Doctor Nick and I were choked with the cold, so we actually, um, I think, left probably in the last during the last song or something like that. Um, but Electric Circus, my God, the beer is so expensive, it's crazy. I don't know. I think it was like five pound sixty for a bottle of something. I, I obviously probably chose the wrong thing to drink a bottle of. Maybe it was the most expensive beer, but I don't know. That seems a, that seems a bit steep. Um, but it was a great gig. Uh, so uh, what else? Yes. So um. Yeah, not milk. It's really interesting. I don't know why. Um, Doctor Nick had been talking about how the <laughs> about dairy farms or whatever, and how they get milk from cows, which is quite unpleasant sometimes. Um, I think the organic ones aren't quite so bad, but uh, anyway. So I'm not. I've been vegetarian for a long time, and I'm not necessarily thinking about going vegan because it seems a little bit of an effort to me. Um, but I have now got really addicted to trying weird and different milks, and I think. Because when you, I saw almond milk in the shops, as maybe many of you have, and I just assumed that it was like milk that had an almond flavour in it, but it's not. It's actually milk that's just made from almonds. It's all almonds. You just basically get a load of almonds or, or whatever nuts you want and put them in a food processor or a blender rather and uh, whiz them up and put some water in and then out comes milk. You have to strain it, which is a little bit of a faff, but uh, yeah, the cashew one is my favourite of all the ones I've done. Almonds is quite good. Um, almond is nice and smooth, um, and the cashew milk has got kind of uh, it does. It's difficult to get it all smooth because it does have some bits, some little bits in here. But it tastes great in tea and in coffee. I'm kind of weird in that I don't normally have any milk in my coffee. I don't have lattes or anything like that. And tea, I kind of more or most of the time have milk, but I can take it without. And I can take it without without sugar. It depends on what I feel. And I've kind of um, been making different cashew milks. And I've been thinking over the last few days actually that the milk that it maybe wasn't working properly, and I realized it was actually because I'd switched to using. I couldn't get unrefined sugar. I had to have regular sugar, and it tasted that tastes disgusting as well. Unrefined sugar all the way. God, I sound like a right nerd now, don't I? But anyway, um, making milk out of nuts is brilliant. I'm completely addicted to that. I should probably have nowhere near enough ca- calcium in my body, though, um, because I don't think you get the calcium. I don't really care. I'm sure I'm fine. What's the worst that could happen? Rickets or something, I don't know. Do you get rickets? so you don't get calcium? or no. osteoporosis or something like that. Anyway, I ramble. But yeah, you should definitely try making milk from nuts. That's really, really interesting. So anyway, now I've kind of got addicted to looking up weird and wonderful and bizarre um, things you can do with nuts. So today I made, um, from the pulp that came from my milk, I made some sort of uh, cashew-based cream cheese type thing, which was quite nice. Ah, anyway, there you go. Um, so uh, that's what you get instead of politics on here. You get me talking about nuts. What am I going to play now? I'm going to play Dressed Like Wolves. Uh, From the album Death of Girls. This is. No, it's not from the album Death of Girls. Sorry, it's just called Death of Girls. Ah, crazy. of Girls and that's by Dressed Like Wolves if you go to dressedlikewolves.bandcamp.com you can uh, download it there it's a free uh, track an upcoming single from sorry a single from the upcoming album in the end we all just walk off into the sea into the eyes of the ones we left behind that's the name of the album by the way Uh, yeah you get it from there I do love Dressed Like Wolves uh, and uh, yeah, right, what was I going to, there was something else I was going to say. Yeah, the um, the other reason, the other reason why the podcast is, um, like I say, being a little bit ramshackly put together. Um, apologies for the rambling chat, by the way. And like I say, uh, please don't hold it against me. I only got one unlike um, on the Edinburghman.com Facebook page um, when I did post my rambling um, nonsense about the, the referendum, which I think, I think that's all right. One unlike, fair enough. It's a bit weird though, isn't it? I did have people from both yeses and noes coming up and telling me that they thought um, the post was really good. So there you go. I mean, I, I, I don't intend to try and change anybody's mind, but like I say, just have a think about it. If you do have a chance to vote, please have a decent think about it. And don't just listen to the media. Um, there are other things, the other places that you can go and get information. You just Google it, actually. Just Google it. and You can find all the information that you really need if there's anything. Uh, that really, really interests you when it comes to that sort of nonsense uh, politics. I mean, what I mean by nonsense. Um, but like I say, it is the most important thing that you could possibly ever vote on. It's quite, it's quite um, empowering to a certain extent. No matter what happens, it's the fact that we've got a choice to vote for something quite so um, fundamental, which is something that you don't normally. A regular election, it doesn't really, uh, it doesn't really quite have the same um, sort of um, impact, does it? But this is a, this is world changing, which is really quite. Which is quite cool. Uh, anyway, um, what am I going to say? What was going to say? Yes, what is what's happening on the podcast, and what has been happening in um, off the way from the podcast? Uh, I do have um, I'm part owner, part owner of my own company. I've got three different things on the go at the moment through that. Um, it's all getting really quite hectic and quite busy, um, which is kind of impacted on the amount of work I can spend on the podcast. So I'm not entirely sure what's happening in terms of. Um, I don't think I'm probably going to be doing live podcasts, and I don't think it's necessarily always going to be on Thursdays. It's certainly my intention to carry on doing a weekly podcast. I'm not sure if I should really try and do this, or I should really say this, because when I first started doing the podcast, I said to myself, so many people do podcasts, and then they just kind of stop doing it, and it sort of of feeble, sort of fritters out or whatever. And I think the reason why I've been able to do it is because I set myself this target of, you know, every Thursday at 8 o'clock, to do a podcast. Um, so it's a nice routine, but um, it's getting a little bit tricky to sort of do that and fit that within the routine at the moment because of work stuff and also because Edinburgh Man Jr. is crazy sleeping. Oh, my God, it was a total tantrum nightmare tonight, actually, when he went to sleep. So, um. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm not sure. I am going to try as hard as I can to do a weekly podcast, but it may not be on the same day. So if you listen to the podcast on your whatever, your, your Friday morning commute or something, I'm sorry, I might not. It might not be as reliable as I have been in the past, but it's certainly my intention to carry on doing it. But anyway, that's just a little bit of a disclaimer in case uh, in case it pops up on weird days and you wonder what's going on. Anyway, on today's podcast, uh, you had The Last Battle and You and Me, uh, and that's um, a new single which is taken from their album, Lay Your Burden Down. And then you had Radiator Hospital from the album Torch Songs and Fireworks. And then Codachrome from... Uh, I can't remember what it was from, but the track was called White Love. And then I played Early to Bed and Weathervane. Uh, and then Some Ships and Stars. And then the last track there was Dress Like Wolves. Uh, and death of girls I shall speak to you I'm sure I shall speak to you again before um, the referendum day which is the 18th uh, of September and um, hopefully it'll be uh, hopefully I'll be all positive afterwards no matter what happens but um, yeah we'll see what happens Uh, please uh, yeah let's do it why would you not want to do it why would you not want to create a whole new country isn't that just the coolest thing ever this is uh, Kyle Chaos and Total Insurrection I'll see you next week